Hello and welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode 36. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And this podcast we've entitled Two Podcasters and Their Big Sausages episode. There you go. And that is because it is National it's UK Sausage Week. National so, Sausage Week, eh? So we thought we'd do a sausage-themed podcast for all the people out there who love sausages. So we'll be getting our sausages out today. We'll be talking about sausages. Is there a vegetarian option? Um, yep, um, you can turn off immediately. Apparently corn sausages are quite nice. I've never had the pleasure. Um, and chi- Well, I was going to say chicken sausages, but that's no good for vegetarians <laughs> either, is it? Um, yeah, good if you don't like pork. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so on to episode 36, the clocks have gone back. They've gone back, yeah. They've gone back, they fall back in the autumn, yep. which I, I can never understand the, the thing with them going back. You know, people say they go back, but to me, isn't isn't bringing the clock back actually bringing time forward? Well, no, you're putting it, putting it back, surely. No, but if you... Say, if, okay, say you're sat there, it's two o'clock. Mm. Uh, to bring the clock back means that you you bring it, you bring make the time one o'clock. So technically, you're taking the clock back. I don't know. I mean, you take, you're bringing time forward, technically, aren't you? Or you're not? Where, where, was your no, clock, not. where was your clock anyway that you had to put it back? What do you mean? Well, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I'd not taken the clock from anywhere. Yeah, okay, all right, fair enough. Anyway, it always I mean, confuses me, but yeah. um, it means you get an extra hour of the podcast. Wouldn't it be Is that great? right? It... it is that a two-hour-long podcast today, or is that not how it works? No, it, it would have been if we recorded it at, um, on Saturday, uh, on Sunday morning at one o'clock in the morning, or two o'clock in the morning. Actually, because it goes back, doesn't it? Wouldn't it be great? Tell you what we should do next time, is go and commit a crime, at sort because of, it moves back at two in the yeah. morning, doesn't it? Um, which is to avoid any confusion, because originally I think they used to do it at midnight, but people got confused as to what day it was, Yeah, because you're technically going to go in Sunday and go back to Saturday, so it moves at two o'clock in the morning. On Sunday morning, it goes back. So what we should do is, next time, quarter two in the morning, go out and commit a crime, and then go back home. And when the police officer says, where were you at quarter two in the morning? I say, I was in bed, mate. <laughs> tell you for a fact, I was in bed. I got in at about you know, about one o'clock, about quarter past one. <laughs> and then I was asleep from there. So at this time you're talking about, I was definitely asleep. It must also be a good time to try and break world records. So if you yeah. attempt to do something at thirteen fifty nine, is that right? Is that yeah. the time? Like, and then you, you'll have done it in in a very short amount of time, won't you? Yeah. Because the, especially when the clocks go back, yeah, the, all you these... could try and break world records at that time of day. I, I I don't know how fast I could run a marathon. I think the men's marathon record is about two hours and five minutes. Could I feasibly run one in three hours and five minutes? <laughs> Probably not. But if I actually trained, I might be able to. Exactly. Yeah. And then go and run it, as you say, just before the clocks go back. Save yourself an hour. You'll be done. <laughs> Absolute ingenious idea. Well done. Well, there you go. That's, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for good ideas. Uh, and we've got plenty of stuff coming up. We've got some great ideas for games coming up, haven't we? Have we? And, and all sorts of stuff. Well, should we start with our ideas for Dave Besson? Uh, we can do. Uh, obviously, in the last podcast, we mentioned um, Dave Besant, um, former Wimbledon goalkeeper. Uh, we've gone through a bit of an exercise of trying to get celebrities onto the podcast. Um, Sean the Bastard Murphy uh, didn't respond to us, which was... Disappointing. Now, yeah, disappointing. But he was having a baby at the same time. Not uh, him, his wife. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, <laughs> and that's now why he's called Sean the Bastard Murphy. He didn't get back to us. Kate Botley at least acknowledged that we existed. Yep. And um, Frank the Prick Bruno um, <laughs> didn't get back to us either. So we thought we'd try and message Dave Besant. The slight problem is uh, Dave Besant isn't on any social media as far as we're aware. So getting a message to him was very difficult. <laughs> so we'll, we'll let him off. We'll just call him Dave Besant uh, in the future because obviously we can't really blame him for not getting back to us. Because he's not out there to contact anyway. I forgot to phone my gran as well and find out um, and find out how we know how, what 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 it is and the reason why we know. Did she try why? and nearly buy a house off? Do you, of... do you want me to phone her now? What again? We can phone her this, again. This didn't work very well last time. We can try it again. She's on loudspeaker this time. I'm not going to try anything technical. Oh, you can hear that, okay? Can't you? Yep. She's normally good at answering the phone. Yeah. Hello, love. Hello. You're right. It's James. Yeah, I'm all right. How <laughs> um, are you? Okay, thank you. I'm, I'm, I've got to let you know you're on our podcast again because something's come up that I needed to ask you about and I forgot to ask you about it. And? And um, we were talking the other day about Dave Besant. So do you know Dave Besant? Hasn't he got some sort, something, some sort of link to you or your family or a house or something? Yes, yes he, he moved into our house after the people that we sold it to left. Ah, in in Wembley, the uh, Wembley area. Kingsbury, Kingsbury, Kingsbury. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. I, I meant Wembley. It's basically I didn't do my research, so I've had to phone you during the podcast. <laughs> what is the podcast? Sorry. 
it's what, what is, is a, it's it's like a radio show, but you record it and you can edit it. And then and then and then you put it out on online. Online on the computer. Yes, on the computer. Right. And when do we hear that? Well, you can listen to it. Um, I'll let you know. I'll send Grandad a link to it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. I think you're having me on. No, no, no. I'll send him a link. I'll send you a link to it. Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye. Isn't she a nice lady? She's a nice lady. I can confirm that you're definitely not having her on, and she'll be appearing on this podcast. <laughs> but there we go. See that that bit, that remember last time we 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 contacted my gran, we did it via via actual like proper links and wiring. Yeah. All I simply did there was hold my telephone up to the uh, to the microphone. It seemed to do a better job, didn't it? Modern technology for you. Um, <laughs> so obviously, so he bought a house. How did how did she know? That they've best they kept the in house. touch with the neighbours, you see. Ah, right, ah, right, okay. They still do so. as well, even though they only lived there for you know a short amount of their life, and they're now yeah. eight in their eighties. Just celebrated their uh, diamond wedding anniversary. Congratulations, Congratulations. Grand and granddad. Yeah, uh, and they yeah they kept in touch with the neighbours, and they still do because yeah. they're very nice people. Oh, very uh, good. Because King yeah. Kingsbury is obviously near Wembley. It is. So yeah. Do, do you think they said to Dave Besson, "Tell you what, Dave." One day, you'll get near Wembley. <laughs> oh, you think I'll play in a cup final? No, I think you might just move house near there. <laughs> That's your destiny, Dave. That's your destiny, Dave. So, shall we go through ideas for Dave Besson? Yes. So, what have we got for Dave Besson's? Um, I'm not sure if we want to we take it in turns. Uh, one of my ideas was, uh, Dave, was Besson gets unpleasant. So, we follow Dave Besson around as he generally acts in a horrible way. A bit like kind of Piers Morgan would do. <laughs> uh, mine was Dave's best saves. Uh, Dave Besant goes in search of bargain buys on the high street while talking through his best ever saves. That'd be a good idea, wouldn't it? So it's like saving, yeah. it's like a twist on the say, you know, saving money, but also yeah. money saving saves. Expert, exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got Dave Jarvu. So we go onto a football pitch and relive some of Dave Besant's finest footballing moments. Excellent. So a bit like a bit like my idea, kind of. A little bit. Most yeah. of them are to do with saving things, aren't they? But uh, yeah, well, but yeah, I like it. Shots it idea. could even be on the on the channel Dave Jarvu. Oh yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> isn't that just isn't that just like Dave? Plus one, though. Basically, yeah. yeah. That's your day first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you can't just go straight to Dave Javu, can you? That wouldn't yeah. work. Um, next, then, <laughs> unless I... unless the clocks had gone back one exactly. hour. Exactly. <laughs> so then we'd be okay. Yeah, um, my next one, then, was a bit of a Christmas one with Christmas coming up soon. I thought if we get this done soon, it could be ready for the Christmas episodes. So Ghost of Christmas Besant. Now, obviously, that's instead of Ghost of Christmas Present. Yep. Uh, Dave Besson plays uh, ghostly pranks on his former teammates at Christmas. Big good idea. And tries to teach them the, you know, to be a better person. Yeah, the morals of the of the Christmas of Christmas Carol. Yeah. Uh, I've got he's a keeper. We get Dave Besson to give relationship advice to members of the public. So basically, they recommend whether they should stay together or split up. Well, I like that idea because d- dating shows are quite a big thing at the minute, aren't they? With you know Paddy McGuinness, take me out. Yeah. And there's that it's a street date. There's that Scarlet Moffat. Oh, the first dates as well. Yeah, there's a new one on Sky too, which is the first bisexual dating show, I believe. I've I've never heard of it. It's, it's just come on recently. I think it's yeah. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but we'll find out for the next episode. Yeah. Um, next, you've got uh, Besant cooks a pheasant. Yep. Dave hosts his own cookery show based entirely around cooking pheasant-based dishes. That sounds like a good idea. Um, a, a game of a different type for him, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've gone for Dave the Moly Goalie. So we put Dave Besant in an underground network of runs and furrows and see how he manages. Will he come to the surface and make a mountain out of his molehill? <laughs> I like that. I don't know how. how I mean, is our budget going to stretch to building a, a sort of human-sized mole? Uh, I don't system? think so. No, but to be fair, he's not going to come on the podcast anyway. But there we go. Um, don't be hesitant. Best. Don't be hesitant. Besant. Kind of works. Yeah. Uh, Dave has to answer honestly uh, some very dark and deep fire, dick quick fire questions about famous goalkeepers, his former teammates as well, while the clock ticks down. And every time he hesitates, we add 10 more seconds to the timer, making it even more awkward experience. It could even fill a full hour of our podcast. That. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get in touch with him. Uh, if if, if <laughs> we had, we then found I'm sure. We Twitter, did we? Yeah. I mean, but, I mean I could, you know, if I'd thought a bit ahead, I could have asked my grand to phone her next door neighbours who might also still keep in touch with yep. Dave Besson, who might have moved since then, and we could have got his number in the end, and he could have appeared on the podcast. Do you think by the end of the podcast, he might phone us up and say, I'm here, I can appear on it? Knowing my gran, she's likely to try and get in touch with anyone yep. she can. Yeah, she she will. She'll be phoning him up saying, is Dave still next door? <laughs> <laughs> anyway...
Okay, so are we doing drinks or apology first? Should we do drinks and apology all at once, shall well, do, we? Do you want to do the apology and I'll get the drinks ready? Okay, you get the drinks ready and then you can tell us what it is. So last week then, um, I made a bit of a joke. Um, but we were talking about the gay cake, weren't we? Do you remember the gay cake? Some, yep. Somebody wanted a cake making and it was for a gay wedding, weren't it? And it was in America, weren't it? And uh, Northern the, Ireland, I think. Yeah. Oh, was it? Fair enough. And in some places, some parts of the world, they've got very... Um, old-fashioned views, haven't they, um, about things? Northern Ireland, I don't know. Um, it was, yeah, it, it was, a, it was, it was in the UK anyway. Put it that way. But they didn't want to make a cake for a gay couple, did they? That was basically the uh, their religious beliefs were such that they didn't want to do that. Yeah, um, like I say, old-fashioned views, really. And in a, in a joking way, in a joking way, I asked you Fisher if it was a fairy cake, didn't I? Making a you bit did. of a joke. Now that's not acceptable. Shouldn't be making jokes about gay people at nope. all. Yeah, um, m- most people turn their clocks back at the weekend one hour. You obviously turn them back about forty years by the sounds of it, Jimbo. I know, I know. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. It was just, a, it was just, a, it was just a joke. It was, it was just a joke. It was very light-hearted, weren't it? But um, I'm not going to do any more of that this week. But to make up for it, we are doing a sausage-themed <laughs> podcast today. So um, that's coming up for you. <laughs> So what drinks have we got, Fisher? Uh, we've got some Hobgoblin, which is the unofficial, <laughs> unofficial beer so what, of Halloween. So what did I've just, what did, just just what what did you say? Hobgoblin. Oh right, okay, sorry. What did you think I said? <laughs> no, I just, I just finished doing my uh, yeah, apology okay. about. Uh... <laughs> yeah, enough of that. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it'll be even worse when I say that uh, I've not tilted the glasses so as a massive head on it, um, which is I say it often claims Fisher, to be. My grand's gonna listen to this. <laughs> Um, I have to do so, edited version. Right. So it's the, an unofficial beer of Halloween. Yeah. I'm not quite that's sure what good, it claims good. to be. Oh, that. so you brought something relevant then. It's a bit, good. but it's fairly relevant, yeah. I think this one has got a bit of an, an orange taste to it. Um, it's very Halloween y. Is it, it, it should in, not be pumpkin, if anything. It should, it should be, yeah, it would make more sense. Is it not based in around Leicester, the Hobgoblin Brewery? Does anyone know? Can't quite see. Um, it's 5.2%. It's, they say Witchwood, don't they? But I think Witchwood that's probably. Brewery. Is that a made up place? Uh, that's the name of the brewery. I don't know. I think that I think that's the name of the brew, but all the we're going to try and tweet them anyway. But we'll we'll work out where they're from before we do that. Yeah. So does it taste? You've had a taste of it. I haven't. What's it like? It tastes. Uh, yeah. In, it, t- it tastes Halloweeny. That's quite gonna, nice. If though. I was going to if I'm going to put Halloween in a bottle, then that might be it. I think it can taste a bit of orange in it. You can do, can't you? It's quite nice. Huh? Okay, on to the news then. So, what we got to talk about today, Fisher? Um, should we should we start with should we start with with obviously the the, the sad news? Obviously, the news that that's you know not not we don't really want to talk about it, uh, but obviously it's something you can't go without saying. Obviously, the tragic helicopter crash uh, at Leicester's football ground. Uh, yes, yeah. And obviously, I thought because we, we're big football fans, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So, and our thoughts do go out to obviously everyone involved with that. Uh, to every Leicester City fan mm-hmm. uh, who might be feeling that, and obviously every, all the family and everybody involved. Um, but we did want to pick, just pick out something that I spotted um, that, um, that that just so it made, it confused me a little bit when I first read it because when I found out about the Leicester, because it, it happened sort of in the evening, didn't it? I think it's a very so unusual I, day for football Saturday, wasn't it? In general, yeah, I kind of yeah, because I kind of logged out of of um, of of the internet. <laughs> no, yeah. I, no, I wasn't looking at the internet. Um, at that time of night, because I was probably watching Netflix or something like that, so I didn't see any news to the next till the next day. Does Netflix run over an internet connection? It, it, it does, but yeah. I, I, I wasn't. But you weren't, you weren't checking your phone and uh, no, and the news I, I wasn't. I wasn't. So when I was looking at all the tweets um, the next day, you kind of get the highlights, don't you? Sometimes I even get Twitter telling me that I've tweeted something, which is a bit annoying. Do you yeah, get I, I get that sometimes. Yeah, it, it, it is really annoying, isn't it? Um, no, so, my tweet's quite good, actually, to be fair. <laughs> so you want to read them again, even though you've yeah. written them. So, uh, yeah, so I, w- I went on online, uh, and I was just sort of looking at what was being said and everything, uh, and I found it a strange, you know, they, they, I could see a few tweets were, were going off, and I was struggling to work out what had gone off. There were a lot of football clubs tweeting condolence to Leicester, and I couldn't yeah. quite work out what had gone off. And one in particular uh, got me thinking, well, what has gone off? And it was Watford Football Club. And they said... Everyone at Watford FC sends our thoughts and prayers to former England international Glenn Hoddle and to all at LCFC affected by the helicopter crash this evening. Now, 
like I said, this was the first time I'd heard anything. And all that told me was that Glenn Hoddle had crashed a, a helicopter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, yes, that does make it sound like that. Uh, which because they combined the, the two, they combined the two hmm. incidents of the day in one tweet, and it just confused me a little bit. But obviously, that's not what happened, is it? Glenn Hoddle in a separate incident had collapsed before uh, a game. Uh, well, I don't think he plays anymore. No, well, um, yeah. But it was it was in BT's uh, studio. I think he was due to do some um, sort of commentary or one of these soccer Saturday type programs, mm-hmm. and he and he collapsed unfortunately. And um, I think he had a heart attack and someone had to perform CPR and. Um, Keep him, uh, keep him going until the paramedics could arrive. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe he's meant to be recovering in the hospital, which is good. Um, that's unfortunate. The same can't be said of the... Uh, everyone's referring to him as, as the owner of Leicester, aren't they? Which I think is because no one can actually pronounce his name, which is a bit unfortunate if you've seen his surname. He's got shortened nicknames, though, hasn't he? I suppose. Has he? Um, so it's like, obviously very sad to hear. Um, and also, to be fair, Le- Leicester City win the league in, you know, whatever year it was. I mean, no one can actually remember now. It was that long ago. Uh, 2016 was it? Yeah, um, such a great story. It's something unlikely to be seen again, isn't it? Or at least yeah. for a long time. Um, absolute outsiders, and bear in mind there is such a strong sort of top um, top five or six teams in the Premier League that uh, Leicester almost came from nowhere and managed to win it, which was really just staggering. That particular season, they lost three games all season, and even even one of the top clubs who win it every year would struggle to do that, wouldn't they? To yeah. only lose three games in one season. An outstanding performance with players who, to be fair, no one had really heard of that much. You know, Jamie Vardy, Riyad Mahrez, um, who were absolutely outstanding, as well as Nagolo Kante. Mm-hmm. And a great a great performance that really did kind of lift people's spirits, thinking that actually anyone can have a dream and, and achieve it. Uh, so we'll move on then, um, and we'll talk about Strictly Come Dancing. Strictly Come Dancing. We have a bit of an issue with, don't we, Fisher? Uh, do we? Well, I think we do. Uh, well, um, we talked on the podcast you, last what year. What would you say if I said to you, Fisher? I'm not coming. I'm not doing the podcast this week. Great, thank you very much. I'm going to get Dave Benson Phillips to come and step in for me. Is that all right? Um, if you could arrange that, as long as you didn't gunge me partway through the oh, episode. Although, then again, Dave Benson Phillips is a broadcaster, so I think he's fully qualified to do a podcast. Whereas Strictly Come Dancing, a judge on Strictly Come Dancing is quite specifically a judge because they have particular dancing talent and um, knowledge of dancing i suppose of ballroom dancing in particular and the different yeah. types of ballroom dance so we had this issue last year didn't we fisher well last year we talked on the podcast that what, there was one episode where bruno tonioli apparently was tired and couldn't make the episode and just missed the program uh, and they didn't replace him with anyone which i think must make him feel uh, surely make him feel a bit worthless that he doesn't appear and they don't bother to replace him at all i mean for example if you didn't appear on the podcast and i just like did it on my own <laughs> It'd be a bit weird. Um, or, you know, I'll tell you what, we'll just replace him. We'll just take a bag puss on his, um, on his chair and see what happens. Um, so they didn't replace him. But this time, they did replace him because he wasn't wasn't available for the one episode. I think he does the American version and the UK version in the same week. So he flies across to America. He decided to stay in America one week. And you know who replaced him? Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> so, Seriously, it was actually Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, going back to what I said then, you know... Why? Because I, I don't. Well, is he? Is he? I mean, we know he's got a, his, own, his own sort of gimmicky dance that he does. But does that qualify you as a ballroom dancer? Uh, well, no. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, there's a reason why I was chosen, which is that presumably everyone else in the history of being a celebrity was unavailable. But specifically, um, it was on the American version of the program. I think oh, he won it as a dancer. Enough. Fair enough. And well, he's, okay, I'll I think he's that. been a guest judge a few times on the American version of the show. Mate, that's but, that's my fault. Should have done my research. Sorry, yeah. Carlton. But nonetheless, he's not was, called Carlton, is he? Nonetheless, it was Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air <laughs> who appeared as a judge on Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> Our biggest primetime Saturday night TV programme. And we got Carlton. I think his real name is Alfonso Ribeiro. Right, okay. Um, and it, But he's not Mexican, even though he sounds like he should be. So that was very bizarre. Um, I just, I, I can't get my head around it. It was Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> um, and it was, it was, they had the Halloween special, didn't they? I like the Halloween special because they all get dressed up as, as various things. You've got, uh, I think Bruno was dressed as Dracula or something like yeah. that. You had, um, so you had them all dressed up as ghouls and spirits and, uh, I think, what do you call him? Uh, Craig Revel Horwood was dressed as Craig Revel Horwood. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it was a, it, yeah, and you spotted someone was dressed like, uh, Doc, was someone dressed like Doctor Who? Uh, there was a, 
uh, one of the dancers, uh, Stacey Dooley. Uh, she presents the Stacey Dooley uh, investigator. That's an impression of Stacey Dooley, that, that by the way. Uh, she's got a strong Cockney accent. Yeah. Um, uh, she does a Stacey Dooley investigator program. She was playing Doctor Who. All right. Okay. Oh, although the idea that a female would be playing Doctor Who is surely preposterous in this day and age, isn't it? <laughs> um, but of course, there is a female Doctor Who, isn't there? She's so. been doing really well, hasn't she? She has been doing really we well. We mentioned it a few times, but obviously it's filmed right here in Sheffield. And Some we of it is, yeah. Sheffield-based podcast, so we've, yep. we've, we've got to mention it. Um, yeah, and it's been good to spot some of the sites, hasn't it? Yeah, although I've, well, I'll say, yeah, I've actually watched the episodes, but um, if you did watch them, I'm sure it would be good to see the, the various sites. And I'm sure they haven't, um, I'm pretty sure they haven't picked the most glamorous sites here in Sheffield. I mean, they've not been to Chapel Town, have yeah, they? Yeah, the, the, so you're missing a trick there. Perhaps they were trying to come to Chapel Town, like I was when I was driving to your house tonight and realized that the road was closed, so I had to drive, do a detour, go back on myself, go across the motorway, and back down. <laughs> It took me about 15 minutes to drive it. It normally takes me about five at most. Well, we, we could have done a zone episode of, or, or Doctor Who um, sort of on Sunday um, morning at about 13.59. Uh, 0159. 0159, yeah. is that the time? 1359 so, oh, be the oh, oh, yeah, of course it would, yeah. the other way around. Yeah. And we could have gone, we could have done Yeah. Exactly. But never mind, on to the next one then. Uh, we're talking about the budget. The budget. Um, what have you got to say about that? Austerity is over. Well, I'm a bit annoyed. Apparently. Yeah, and I'm a bit annoyed because they've uh, frozen beer, cider and wine and things like that. And it's a bit annoying when it's frozen. You can't so, pour it out of the bottle, can you? No, you can't. <laughs> it's, you know, imagine if our beer was frozen. So are we, talk, are we saying that from April this this is not going to pour properly into our glasses? I'm not. Apparently so, I'll have to defrost like it first before drinking. Um, but yeah. Um, but apparently, yeah, apparently austerity is over is the message coming out there. I mean... Did you, did you enjoy Austerity? Was it worth it? Does um, it feel different? I know, I know it's your headphones now, gold encrusted Jimbo. And, uh, yeah, well, I've been, yeah. Waiting, been waiting for quite a few years for Wait, these. About eight, about eight to ten years for this, thanks to George Osborne. But that said, um, you know, Austerity's ending. Haven't they got to pay a lot of compensation back for getting ESA payments wrong over, the, over, over all of that time? It's oh, yeah, quite a large amount of money in compensation they've got to pay out, isn't it? I think some people have been paid by about £5,000. Something even more, I think, in yeah. some cases. I'll tell you what, if you got that check in five inches, spend it straight away wouldn't you <laughs> let's be honest it's straight away spend it uh, although i think there's some surprise announcements in the budget is, is given um funding of uh, 420 million pounds to repair potholes mm-hmm. uh, which is you know good depending on what the roads are like yeah. in your area and 400 million pounds extra money to schools so i don't know if he's saying that oh, for the little extras is what he's patronizingly described it as yeah so i don't know if you're saying potholes are more important than schools well I, the, the one thing i'm annoyed about is that uh bouncy castle higher is going up in price. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I blame inflation. Hey! But, uh, um, but, but that said, uh, it said it says here an inflatable bottle of wine is to rise by 8p. Oh, no, sorry. That is, yeah, a bottle of wine is to rise by 8p in oh, line with, with inflation. Oh, right, okay. Because yeah. I, I actually once hired a bounty castle. Yeah. Um, and, well, I did something a bit silly. I inflated it inside um, and used it inside. Uh, my wife wasn't very happy, though. She was really angry. She went through the roof. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, but, but what did actually amuse me, though, when I was talking about the budget, um, Philip Hammond, was that it transpired that the shadow chancellor, uh, John McDonnell, uh, obviously wants to, be, you know, wants to be in government and wants to be chancellor on the finances of the country. Do you know what he did recently? He cut his face open because he fell over a bag of rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> he was walking, he got off the bus, apparently, or was walking back up his street. Someone had dropped some rubbish on the floor and he tripped over it. Was it was it like a bag of rubbish that hadn't been collected by the counts by the councils that had their cut services cut though? Well, he claims he, been... he could have claimed that. Yeah, know? he claimed it was fly tipped by someone. Oh, and right. It was just a load of old rubbish. <laughs> I don't know if it, who knows. It might have just been some Labour Party manifestos. It probably possibly Boom. could have been. Hey, you're having that politics joke. <laughs> um, so, I mean, can we seriously entrust someone to run the country if he can't not fall over some rubbish? I mean, uh, they've also announced that there's going to be a commemorative fifty p coin. Oh, right, yeah. To mark uh, our departure from the EU. Yeah. So... What do you think it's going to say on it? Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it, just when you turn over the 50p coin, it just says on it, this is completely and utterly worthless? It's great because we're obviously leaving the EU, we're going to get... Um, we're going to obviously probably lose the same right we have currently to freely travel among European countries. Yep. Uh, we're probably going to lose quite a lot in sort of income from the EU, potentially. 
a lot of yep. funding. You know, the, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm, I mentioned that I work for a uh, radio show, a uh, radio station on a weekend. Uh, do you? What uh, what station's that on? It's a it's Peniston FM actually. And is it that ninety five point seven? It is. Oh, it's, is it Jimbo's Sunday brunch that you run, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah, uh, every every Sunday ten a.m. well twelve p.m. Yeah. But but places like us where where you know sort of charitable organisations, not for profit. We put a lot back into the community. Anything we do make goes back into the community, into the system. But we do get, uh, you know, support uh, supporting funds for that um, from the EU. So yep. we're going to lose, potentially, things like that. Uh, the freedom of travel, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to lose things like that, you know. But we will gain a 50 pence piece. Yep. And, and some blue passports. And some blue passports. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very, I'm looking forward to that quite a lot. Do you, do you think it might say on the 50p? Um, we used to give 350 million pounds to the to European Union per week, but now we've got 50p. <laughs> we've got 50p of it still. Isn't that good? Isn't that better? I mean, it was only a few weeks ago that the Beatrix Potter ones were in the news, weren't it, for being worth quite a lot of money? Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe these will be collectible items when we leave the EU. Surely just worth doesn't work, and we end up going back in. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Keep hold of them is what yeah. I say. Um, Perhaps it should just say on it: Was this a good idea? Yes or no? And you can toss the coin. Yeah. Or and see which one it lands on. Maybe it's um, maybe it's. It, you remember the Queen's Head, the TV, children's TV show? Oh yeah. Maybe you have to rub the Queen's nose on it. Yeah, and uh, we, we might end up with 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 all sorts of, of benefits that we didn't have before from the EU that we had before from the EU and so on. I don't know. Will you it can wish for things on it instead? Will it have the Queen on it, or will it have sort of like Nigel Farage on there, <laughs> or Boris Johnson? Imagine oh. it could have Boris Johnson on one side and Boris Johnson on the other side. <laughs> so it'd be Boris Johnson with two faces. <laughs> That's about right. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so if you find our jokes really funny, um, and which you, you're not, and your you, your eyes are watering, you could go grab yourself some man-sized Kleenex. Oh, of course, yeah. Or not? No, you can't, because they've stopped selling man-sized Kleenex, haven't they? Apparently, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it caused a bit of uproar, didn't it, a few weeks ago? Someone tweeted them, I think, saying, "My four-year-old child." Uh, sorry, that's slightly patronising, isn't it? <laughs> my my four-year-old child has said, "Mummy, why do they sell man-sized Kleenex? Can this not be used by mummies and boys and girls? Does it only have to be used by a man?" I mean, obviously, it goes without saying. That's a very clever four-year-old, isn't it? Who can distinguish? Uh, between um, you know the sexism that yep. inherently exists within this product, um, he then went on to visit Manchester and he said, "Mummy, why is this place called Manchester, not Personchester?" <laughs> um, and then went to the Isle of Man and said you know, something <laughs> fairly similar. Uh, and then they said, "Right, okay, just have your tea now, son." Um, oh, I d- can I put that daddy's tomato ketchup on there? That's not quite right, is it? Because <laughs> it doesn't belong to me. It's only for men, surely. I was reading about the evolution of person the other day, actually. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it must have been adapted straight yeah. away. But, you know, I mean, let, let's, you know, I think other people have then made more of it, haven't they? And they've, they've gone to complain at places like Mother Care, haven't they? Just for the, <laughs> have you seen it? It's people have been complaining at Mother Care. Can't it be called Parent Care? And mm. I think I think people have gone a bit too far with it, you know. I think it's right that we point out things that probably aren't mm. done properly in society, but, you know, we don't have to go over the top of everything, do we? Have you ever actually used man- the man-sized tissues anyway? I mean, how, how big actually are they? <laughs> yeah, like for a bed, blowing your nose, like I a bed sheet. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps, um, it, perhaps it's just made for people with enormous I mean, noses. Why, why is it fair that you have your own toy brand named after you? And I, there's not, you know, Fisher-Price, there's no Wilmsers price out there. What's going on? I will be in touch with them. And we'll Jimbo see if we, Price. We'll see if we can call it. Um, you know, waste of web space presenter, podcast presenter, price. If that's okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we've got time for with the news today anyway. Are we ready nope. to, we're not, you got something else? No way. Not a chance. Jimbo, I want to talk about the Deputy Prime Minister of Kazakhstan. Oh, right, yes, okay. Actually, um, no, was it how Kazakhstan? Did miss, how did I miss Sorry. this off our, off No, our I news? do not. No, I do not. I want to talk about Deputy Prime Minister of Uzbekistan. Because there's no way I'm talking about the one from Kazakhstan. Because he's probably just a normal fella. Now, do you know what the Deputy Prime Minister of Uzbekistan did the other day? Because he's had to resign. Is Uz- Uzbekistan... No, I think that's different. I was going to ask, is that where Borat's from? But I think that's supposed to be Kazakhstan. Uh, that, that is Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan yeah. Um, thank God I didn't make that mistake. <laughs> well, there's been a bit of a... I think a bit of a dry season in Uzbekistan, as there has been over here. So they won't need any man-sized Kleenex? They won't need any man-sized Kleenex, now. Um, although six people might need man-sized Kleenex. Maybe some farmers who haven't done a very good job of getting some crops this year. So do you know what he did? The Deputy Prime Minister of Uzbekistan. Uh, no. He, he rounded up these six farmers and he stood them in a ditch and he watered the farmers, <laughs> saying to them, if you can't water your wheat, I'll water you. Did, and did, publicly did, humiliated them. Did they not grow? Uh, 
Oh yeah, then created giant farmers who simply picked, the, picked him up and threw him into the bin. Uh, so yeah, that's the. Um, and what's happened to him? He's, he's been sacked, I presume. Or... Uh, well, I think he, I think he resigned because he was obviously public humiliating six people for the fact it didn't rain very much this year. Right. Okay. So could I do something similar with you if you're not pulling your weight in the podcast? Because I stand you in the corner, corner and throw noise at you. Throw noise at me oh, for not know. making enough. Good noise on the podcast. Or... Well, I've performed quite well. I've performed quite well in the podcast, haven't I? Well, that's your own judgment. Is, is, is it, it my annual appraisal coming up soon at some point? <laughs> by the way, it is, and don't forget, I need that money off you <laughs> <laughs> for our renewals. There you go. Um, that was our intro for our UK yeah. Sausage Week. That sounded like it was Borat. Is that right? <laughs> no, it was quite good, that, wasn't it? I found it online. Uh, so it's a, a, If anyone wants to know what that is, it's the best sausage compilation. 100 plus <laughs> videos. And I think it's all raps and stuff about sausages. That's songs, yeah? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. But anyway, um, so it's UK Sausage Week, Fisher. Okay. So I thought we would do a sausage-themed game. Okay. And general chit-chat about yeah. sausages. Are you going to put objects into my mouth and am I going to have to try and work out whether it's a sausage or not? Well, that Because I'm not playing that again. We've, we've played Lick... We've, what was it called? Sniff, Lick or Fondle. Sniff, Lick or Fondle before. I decided that I'd, I'd, I'd be a bit more original. We've done that before. Okay. That's been a worldwide hit. People are going to be playing that this Christmas, I know. So I thought we'd introduce a new one, uh, maybe get it in there just in time for, for an, an extra, you know, something else to add to our brand of, of games you can play at home with the family. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'll introduce you to that shortly because I'm just going to... All, all we're going to do a bit of warm up first find out what you know about sausages. I mean, do you like sausages? Oh, uh, yeah, they're all right. Is there a certain uh, way you like to cook a sausage? Because there's lots of ways you can yeah. cook sausages. Probably on the George Foreman grill. Yeah. My favourite way. See, what, I, what's your favourite type of sausage? Well, I, I agree with the George Foreman thing. I like mm-hmm. to put it on the George Foreman, but I also like to put it in the oven after. So I like to use yeah. the George Foreman just to crisp the outside, mm-hmm. then put them in the oven because it, it locks in the taste and it doesn't yeah. kind of go, you know, it doesn't overcook them that way. Mm-hmm. So I like sausages in the oven. Um, but what are you saying? My favourite type of sausage. Yeah. I'm a Cumberland man myself. Hmm, I've got to say, favourite type of sausage. Um, it's not that difficult, Gemma. Just <laughs> make something up. I, I, I just like sausages in general. I, I like the ones that have got like, oh, you know what I do like? Tomato sausages. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, I like those. Do you like them? No, oh, no. Oh, I love them. Yeah. There's something about them, like, you know. It's got tomato in it, that's what. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so are you ready for some sausage-based questions? I am, yes. So it's a quiz about sausages, and there might be some more physical challenges involved. Is that okay? Yep. Involving sausages. Yeah. Okay. Are you okay with that? I'm fine with that, yeah. Until you to find out what you're going to be doing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then... Actually, talking about Cumberland sausages, you think the person who lived, who invented the Cumberland sausage, lived on like a road that was all curled up? <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Um, next then. So your first question. In May 2013, it was reported... Oh, it's, by the way, it's UK Sausage Week. I'm not sure why and why it's celebrated, <coughs> but celebrating everything sausages. So that's just yeah. the intro to it. Um, but anyway, a quiz about sausages then. In May 2013, it was reported that a man from South East London had paid out £2,000 for therapy to fight off his unusual addiction to sausages. How many sausages was he eating per day? Multiple choice. A, up to six. B, up to 13, or C, up to 20? Well, I don't think up to six is that much of an addiction. I mean, it's a lot, obviously, but if you, if you were to have like... Six a day, though. I could probably eat six in one sitting. Well, as I say, so it's not that much, Depending on the size of a sausage. Yeah. But this is per day. This is per day. Well, yeah, but I'm assuming that if he's eating it per day, he's having sausages for... He's having like a sausage sandwich for breakfast. Um, he's then probably having some kind of sausage-related thing for his lunch and then sausage for his tea as well. It's sure. like it's like a holiday cavos, isn't it? Yeah, sausage fest. Yeah, um. <laughs> I think he might he might be a builder instead of like having a pencil behind his ear. He carries a sausage behind his ear as well. Um, so I think. So what was the last option? The biggest one, sorry. Uh, up to twenty. Up to twenty. I think if you have a sausage sandwich, like three lots a day, nine. So could it be twenty? I think he could have up to twenty a day. A twenty a day habit. No, it's actually thirteen. Up to thirteen, yeah, yeah up to thirteen. So cool. apparently, he spends seven hundred pounds a year on bangers, which to his <laughs> wife's disappointment. Um, but yeah, there's quite a lot of sausages, really. 
and he's had treatment for it and everything because he's just that obsessed with them. Yeah. Uh, next then, uh, how did a sausage in the late 1800s save scientist and political activist Rudolf Vichau's life, save his life? <laughs> how did it save it his wrong. life? Yeah. Uh, and do, you, do you want some options, it... <laughs> I suppose? Uh, a, while working in a lab, Rudolf tempor- temporarily uh, left the lab to eat a sausage for lunch. When he came back, he found out that there'd been a chemical explosion completely obliterating the science lab. So because he'd been out to eat a sausage, mm. it saved his life. Well, if, if there was a chemical explosion about to go down in the science lab, he could have just got the sausage and shoved it in the end of the test tube. <laughs> I don't think he knew. Up. I think that's the thing. B... Oh, this is the other option. B, Rudolph was challenged to a duel by a vicious political rival who was known for having a very good shot, with a gun, obviously. Mm-hmm. But as the person who challenged Rudolph, um, so the, when you're in a duel, if you challenge someone to a duel, they're able to decide on the weapon of choice, and Rudolph decided that he would choose sausages. Right, okay. Is this sort of a, a very old Punch and Judy act, then, that the two of them have got? They <laughs> um, beat him up with the sausages. Right to Mr. Crocodile! <laughs> Uh, yeah, crocodile appeared out of nowhere and ate the other person. Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, if he was going to shoot him in the, with a gun, then you could use a sausage and shove that in the barrel of the gun and block it. But but he chose, wep- he chose sausages, sausages as, as the weapon. weapon of choice, and guns not involved. Well, how would you how would you choose a sausage as your weapon of choice? I don't quite understand what how that would work, unless it was a Cumberland sausage, like I mentioned earlier, and like use quite it as a big, whip. aren't they? Yeah, yeah, um, chain of sausages unraveled. Yeah, strangle, um, strangled with sausages. Yeah. Uh, I think it. I think it must be the first one. It must be a science lab. He walked out, ate a sausage as you do, walked back in, and it blown up. Really, two wrong so far, Fisher. So yeah, it basically because he was a political activist as well as a scientist, he was criticising um, this rival's um, basically governance of, of of the country at the time, mm-hmm. um, blaming the economic issues and the poverty on this particular person, saying that I've done all this research and this is the reason. So this this politician um, back then, when they were all really unruly and did what they want, what do you mean back then? <laughs> well, I suppose a bit like now, really. Uh, but basically, challenged uh, Rudolph to a duel and with guns, but he. Rudolph knew that he was very, very good, and he'd heard that this other politician was very, very good with guns, had a good shot, he'd had duels before, he'd killed people before, um, but because he could choose the weapon, he chose sausages, um, and because he was a scientist, he made a poisonous sausage, oh, right. and a healthy sausage, right? Um, with the intent of eating the healthy one, and then leaving the other one to the other bloke, but the other bloke was well aware that he was a scientist and decided to call off the whole thing, so oh, right, okay. basically the sausage technically saved his life. Right, so he didn't win the duel, he just sort of, the sausage prevented the duel from happening in the first place. There you go. Perhaps it was a fellow that good a shot that if um, it could have seen Rudolph and hit him on the red nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, in which country can you go to the Sausage Academy and study for a qualification in sausages? Is the answer A, Canada, B, Switzerland, or C, Germany? Well... <sighs> I, I want to say Germany and Hamburg and Hamburger. Uh, and I oh, think, we're talking about sausages here. Not... Well, yeah, but I think I, I, d- I didn't know if there was something called the Hamburg University in uh, Germany. It's something actually to do with meats and burgers and sausages and what have you. Um, and I think it might be in Hamburg, but I might be completely making that up. So I don't know. The other option Canada or Switzerland. I don't really see why Switzerland would be one, although they're quite popular in terms of science. So maybe you'd learn a lot about sausages. But as I say, I think there is something in in Hamburg, so I'm going to say Germany. Well done, you've got one right. Not actually in Hamburg, though. New, is that the right reason? I would just probably New market. New market, is that how you say it in German? Something like that? Market? Well, I don't know. Okay. I'm not very good with German, but anyway. Well, new uh, market's near Hampshire, isn't it? Uh, no, not well, that one. Course, There's something like that, anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It's in, definitely in Germany, anyway. Um, and you can do an advanced qualification on Germany's most famous sausage, the Bavarian White. Oh, right, okay. If you wanted to. Yeah. It's like getting a master's in sausage <laughs> Sausagery. Right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, number five. The record for the world's longest sausage is A, six metres. It's not that big, really, is it? B, 500 feet. Or C, 36.75 miles long. 36, point, uh, 36 miles long. Uh, so 36 miles long is obviously quite longer than we're in London Marathon. Um, imagine that, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I ran the run- London Marathon last week, but it's all right. Next year, I'm going to run the length of the world's biggest sausage. <laughs> going to be a lot more of a challenge for me. Um, so what was the other options? 500 feet, which I don't think is that long. Because um, ultimately, all, all you need for a sausage is sausage meat and then one of those like tube things that you put it in. But six metres is smaller than 500 feet. Yeah, so I don't think it's going to be six metres. I don't think that's a particularly big sausage. Mm. I mean, sometimes here that people have made a pie that is sort of, you know, 
weighs however many tons or whatever. So I don't think a six meter sausage would be that impressive. But it's thirty six point seven five miles of it over the top. Uh, yes, it is. But then <laughs> it is the biggest one in the world, isn't it? So could it feasibly could someone feasibly make such a big sausage? Five hundred feet. That's about hundred and uh, about hundred eighty meters. Is it hundred sixty meters? Something like that. You've got no idea, obviously. Uh, I, I was yeah. looking it up early, but I've completely forgot. Yeah, I think it's about that. Um, which is quite sizable, but then compared to sort of a length of mile, I think it might be thirty odd miles. Okay. Well done. Now, this is particularly interesting, okay? So, yeah, um, the proud maker of this record-breaking sausage... Is a weirdo. ...was J.J. Tranfield of Sheffield. Oh, hey! In the UK, yeah. This Sorry, Sheffield, lovely bloke. At first I thought, surely it can't be our Sheffield. Yeah. I've never seen a sausage that long in yeah. Sheffield. Well, I it mean... In, well, it was in Sheffield, it was in Rotherham, I mean, it went through to Barnsley. People talk about all the great things that Sheffield have done, the steel, of yeah. course... The football team, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the football in history, at yep. least the first football team, the train, tra- train tram, oh, which yeah. of course is a storming success. It did crash on its first day. Unfortunately, it wasn't the train tram's fault, yep. but it, it did crash on its first day. And came in five times over budget. Yep. Forget all that. We've got a sausage that's 36.75 miles long. But I've never seen it. <laughs> where, 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 where was it and when was it? Maybe that's what the train tram crashed into. Yeah. <laughs> Hit by a 36-mile-long sausage. Maybe they could have, instead of having a train tram, just had a monorail that ran on the <laughs> sausage instead. Uh, th- it takes 20 hours to walk the length of this sausage, uh, but it was made on behalf of Asda stores, so maybe we ought to do some more research and find out a bit more about J.J. Tranfield. Uh, can't, I, can't, I haven't put down when it was, actually. but He's, maybe... he's now called J.J. Train Tranfield, isn't he? Yeah, possibly, yeah. Um, next, then... Uh, Four, in Germany, there is a sausage museum. One unusual thing you can do there is sit on a sausage, which brings me to my next game, which I have called Sit on My Sausage. Right, okay. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I've got some items, only four items, and I need you to sit on them and tell me if it's a sausage or not. There's four items, okay? Right. So, are you ready? Uh, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. You have to do most of the talking, because I'm going to have to go around your side, okay? So... For the voice of that, for anyone listening to this, this is actually about to happen. Uh, and Jimbo's got an Asda carrier bag, uh, and it was obviously for Asda sauce that JJ Tranfield made his enormous 30 odd mile long sausage. And Jimbo's now appearing next to me, he's telling me to stand up. Uh, I've just kicked the microphone, which is going to um, quite a nice sound for you people listening. And I'm going to stand up now. I'm now still trying to talk into the microphone in a very awkward and unusual position. And no looking for Chef. Uh, and I'm not allowed to look at what he's just put on my seat, and he's covered I'm it up with a cloth. Okay. I'm still trying to commentate on this. Just sit down. Uh, I've now been told to sit down. And I've got to identify whether this is a sausage or not. Using your bum cheeks. Using my... I mean, I presume there isn't actually a sausage under it, because it's just going to go squishy, isn't it? So it's presumably some kind of fake sausage. Um, this does feel almost sausage-like, I suppose, so I think that might be a sausage. Are you going to say sausage? I'm going to say sausage. It's not a sausage. It's not a sausage. Do you want me to reveal it in the show and you can tell yeah. people it is? Oh, it's a banana. <laughs> Right, well, there we go. Um, the next gonna... object is going to go in the chair. Okay. Okay. I'm really enjoying this. Well, that's quite soft, that. So I don't really see how it... I don't see how it can be a sausage, particularly, because it's too soft. I'd expect a bit more squidginess from a sausage. So I'm going to say that's not a sausage. It is actually a sausage, and it's a cocktail sausage. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I probably didn't sit on it, then, to be fair. Yeah, I can confirm I have just sat on a sausage. <laughs> The next item? Yeah, um, the next item, it may be a sausage. It's certainly going to be a long, thin object. <laughs> uh, so I've sat on something there. I can't quite feel exactly what it is. Feel free to shift around. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm, not sure I'm quite picking that up. I, I don't, I'm not, so far, I'm not really very good at this game. It's almost as I've not, almost as I've not practiced very hard for it. Um, so I'm going to say that that doesn't, doesn't feel like a sausage. I'm going to say that's not a sausage. Okay, it is... Like, tell me what it is. It's a flump, I think. <laughs> is that right? Is that, that's yeah, it? well, it's nearly Halloween. We'll get that to you on the kids tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You ready for your last item? Uh, yeah, I'm ready for last item. So there's another thing going on the chair that I'm going to sit on. And feel like? that feels that feels feels more solid than the flump. <laughs> I think that I think it could be a sausage. Do you want to tell so what I'm going to say sausage. No, not really. Uh, that's a sausage roll. <laughs> I think we'll give you that. Yeah. Part sausage. Part sausage, part pastry. 
Um, now Jimbo's disappeared to the fridge for some reason. I can, I'm assuming he's taking a sausage out of there. Um, oh, he's got some more pork cocktail sausages and uh, um, sausage rolls. Are we having, no. are we having, are we having party food as well as the beer. Tonight? I'm having that sausage for my tea. Uh, right tomorrow <laughs> that one that you just sat on right uh anyway so you did pretty well there did you get did you get one out of did you get one right I out think, of was it two one or two two out of four something like that anyway yeah. you did all right anyway how did you find sitting on sausages today less enjoyable than normal and i did take measures to protect your clothing on the chair yeah thank you very much <laughs> i wasn't gonna let you sit on anything <laughs> you were just protecting your food weren't you <laughs> yeah i'm gonna give that flump to the uh, trick-or-treaters tomorrow night i think yeah that you've nicely sat on so anyway uh, well done so next then. Thanks. Um, number five. What is the record for the most sausages eaten in one minute? Um, it depends how big these sausages are, I suppose. If it's a, a cocktail sausage, like I sat on earlier. Uh, uh, can I just give you the standard standard sausage length? Yep. Is apparently four inches. All right. <laughs> 0.8 inches wide. Mine's so four inches in length and 0.8 inches wide. Oh, God. Who um, did the survey for this? Um, so that's four inches. Um, so what's the most someone's eaten? Is it just put in the mouth or is in it... In a minute, no eating it. Outside. So it's standard sausage. I'd say nine. That is a very, very good guess. It's actually eight. All right. So I think I'll give you a little cheer for that. Well done. I think you deserve that one. So can you get another cheer though? Because I want you to do a little bit of a challenge now. And oh. I want to find out how many sausages you can eat in a minute. Okay? I'm, not, I'm not doing this. I'm you, just, I've had my tea. Well, you can do it again though. It's all right. I'll, get, I'll tell you what. We'll give you 30 seconds. What we've got here are some cocktail sausages, a bag of cocktail sausages. I believe there's about 10 in there. And don't worry, oops, don't worry, I've not put the one that you've just sat on in it. Can you eat all of those in 30 seconds? Now, there's there's one, two, three, four, five, oh. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's about 10, 11 um, cocktail sausages in a bag. You can eat them hot or cold, so it's not going to hurt you, Fisher. Well, why don't you do it? Because you're you're doing the quiz. It's not my quiz, is it? Well, it's, your, it's not your quiz, it's my quiz. Well... You can do it. So I'm not eating those. I'm live. I'm, I'm not live on her. But it's embarrassing enough. You get your grandma on here so you, to so you don't say want to the podcast. So you don't want to do it. I've already had my tea. You're backing out. Yeah. You're backing out. Yeah. To be fair, I thought he might back out of one of these challenges. I'm glad he was sitting on sausages. So yeah. we'll, we'll let him back out, and I'll have them for my dinner tomorrow. But please do Give send to trick or treaters. Please do send your abuse to uh, at waste of waste space. <laughs> In fact, don't send it. Send it to at sea fish tank. If you want to abuse him for for not participating in the uh, eating a sausage challenge. But if you want to do your own eating sausage challenges, just send them send them videos through. We can always play the audio of it, can't we? If you're particularly descriptive, we can always play your sausage eating challenges yep. on the podcast if, if you really, really want to. Um, anyway, Fish, I think I've got one last question for you. So in Milwaukee in the USA, they have sausage races where people dress as large sausage mascots and run round a track while being cheered on by sausage lovers. After a race in 2013... Guido, or Guido, one of the Italian mascots, was spotted drinking in the, lo- in the local bars and then mysteriously went missing. What did the race organisers offer as a reward for the safe return of Guido, the, Amer- the Italian sausage mascot costume? Was it A, $3,000, B, a year's supply of mustard, or C, an opportunity to take part in the race the following year? I think, um, and obviously this, this race was um, tragedy struck, didn't it? It was at uh, Daytona Wild, the box went and punched one of the mascots. Uh, <laughs> uh, joke related to the last yeah. podcast there for anyone um, who keeps up with us. Um, so I I think what would be the, an appropriate thing, if it sounds like it's a good event, I think they would give people a chance to run in the race the following year. So I think it'd be that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, a common a common question you get asked as a mascot um, is how do you know? Is is it, well, I, I'm good friends of Barney and Ozzy Owl, of course. I've mentioned yeah. this before. Uh, is is it hot in there? And apparently, the uh, mascot co- uh, so, um, costumes said, uh, "Yes, I'm cooked through." Hey, there you go. Um, but what did you say? The answer was, I'd say they will run uh, run next year in the mascot rice. You've really not done very well on this. You need to. Yeah. Upskill on sausage knowledge, I think. Actually, they were offered a year's supply of mustard. Really? And surprisingly, nobody turned up with the costume. So perhaps <laughs> the costume was more bali- valuable than... But then after a couple of weeks, when the police started getting more involved, because um, it was reported to the police and everything, it mysteriously turned up, at, um, dropped off at a bar somewhere. Oh. So they did get the costume back in the end. But there you go. Have you enjoyed the uh, sausage-themed game today, Fisher? No. Will you ever enjoy any of my games? 
Probably not. It probably says a lot about myself that uh, the best bit of that was, uh, my best part of that was sitting on sausages and identifying whether it was a sausage or not. <laughs> but never mind. So I've, I've done Something a short. Tried. You must have practiced that one. Yeah. Well, uh, well, uh, so I've got a short quiz as well. Um, I was. Uh, don't I have to sit on anything. You don't have to sit on anything, other than the fence, maybe. Um, I was. I'd witnessed a crime being committed um, last week, although I wasn't too sure exactly what crime had taken place um, and whether or not it was pers- the person who was buying something or selling something that was committing the crime, or whether it was both of them. Um, so I thought. I'll type into Google, is it illegal too? And I was quite impressed by the things that came up on the sort of autofill list mm-hmm. as to what pe- most people Google in terms of... This is most people, not you. Not me. Um, I, I tried this um, on a web browser, never been used before, <laughs> and these are what people are typing in most to um, ask whether it's illegal or not. So I'm going to give you a phrase, and you're going to say, is it on the top? I think it was a top nine thing. And, and does up. yours feature in this, the one that you were looking no. for? Are you going to tell me what that was? No, I'm not. <laughs> Why can't you admit what you, it was a crime you saw being committed? I will only give evidence if uh, questioned by the police and <laughs> it may or may not be used in court. Um, so is... I'll, I'll not give you details of it. Um, can you tell me off, a, off, off the podcast? I can tell you off the podcast, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so are these in the top nine things that were sort of searched for? So is it illegal to drive barefoot? Were people Googling that? So what am I supposed to do? Am I, am I supposed just, to sit? You don't have to say whether it is illegal or not, but is it, some, <laughs> is it something that people are trying to find out on Google, whether it's illegal? Or not. Or not. So these are the top and, nine things that were searched. And you, your, your thing was, is it illegal too? And that's where you stopped. Yeah. Okay. Drive barefoot. Is it, is it in the top ten then? Is that what we're saying? Uh, well, yeah. Top nine, but yeah. Top I'll nine. say top ten. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say bet to... Um, you know what? I, I, I've... It's a bit weird driving barefoot. I've never done it, but it, but is that because it's illegal? If you've ever taken, if you've ever tried using, you know, if you if you ever just tried using your other foot to brake just as an experiment, it's yeah. weird. It feels strange, doesn't it? It does, yeah. So I, I think people might have asked that question. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Okay, so have you ever driven to Dundee in your bare feet with some table on? I haven't. Yeah. Uh, Nolan Partridge no. did. Um, you'd be right. It is something that people Google. It's oh, the that... when when you type it in, it comes up as the most popular thing. Okay, number one. Uh, and in number three was, is it illegal to drive in flip-flops? Right, okay. So obviously people people are concerned about what they're driving in. Is it illegal to drive while sitting on sausages? Um, I don't see why it would be particularly. <laughs> Although there must be something about being distracted while you're driving. So uh, next up, is it illegal to drink in your house under the age of 18? Is that, is that something that people are Googling? Yeah, definitely. Surely, yeah. I'm, I'm, I reckon even I've Googled that at some point when I was younger than... Younger than 18, 18 probably. ...18 and potentially uh, thought, am I allowed to have a drink while nobody's here? Am I allowed to be a bit cheeky? Hmm. Nick one of the cans out of the fridge, watch a bit of football. Will people maybe be that concerned that. about it? Maybe, well, maybe I was just such a, a good person and a good uh, young person that I wanted to check it was legal before doing it. Okay. And I still don't know whether it is or not, but anyway. Uh, you would be wrong. That wasn't something people were Googling. Okay. I think you can drink as long as you've got your parents there and or guardians and say, "Oh, it's okay." I think you know, I think you can drink from the age of five years old. Certainly, I'm going to Google, oh, I'm going to Google that after this. Okay, I'm that desperate to Google it. I've just kicked the microphone yeah. over. Um, next up, is it illegal to record a conversation? Were people googling that? Uh, what like our conversations? We record these all the time. Yeah, you you recorded a conversation with your gran. I did. I put it on the podcast. Did I you did, ask her first? I, well, I informed her. I, you heard me. I informed her. We can rewind this and uh, and, and listen back. But I did inform her. Um, I've uh, record. Yeah, because I think people feel quite um, badly done by tradesmen and people yeah. who don't work on their homes or just general, hmm. you know, p- the police maybe if they're stopped for any reason. So I think people have asked. I've googled that. Yeah. Okay, you'd be right. Just the second most popular thing... That By the Googled. way, Fisher, I'm recording this. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, if not, I've just wasted the last <laughs> hour. I sat, if, if not, I've sat on some sausages for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Other than just to gratify you. Yeah, that's not part of the you. podcast. This is how we start the podcast after this. Um, so next up, uh, is it illegal to smoke weed? Were people Googling that? Um... I, I I don't think I, I don't. I Surely think, people know that's illegal. I would have imagined people would have presumed it was in mm. most places. But with these stones, so they have to Google it. Who knows? Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no for that one. I don't think I don't think people have searched for that. You're wrong. Oh, that was the fourth most popular term. I suppose there's the stuff about whether you supply it or have it on your person, but if you're actually smoking it, I suppose people might think, yeah. I don't know, again, one of those things in your own space and all that kind of thing. Okay, uh, next up, is it illegal to smack my child? 
Oh, this is an interesting one. Yeah. Um. Now I've got. I've had no temptation to to do this to my own child yet. What? Google it or she's, smack her. She, <laughs> to, to to either. Yeah. Uh, she's still very young. Yeah. Um. So she doesn't know she's been naughty when she's sort of been naughty. She bites mm. me quite a lot actually. Does she? Yeah. We need to get her out of that habit. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to say we, we're playing I'm, that game where you make her sit in the sausage and see whether I, it's. I think a parent might be concerned about this. I, I don't know whether smack's the right term, but it's a difficult one, isn't it? I'm going to say, yeah, I think people can get a bit... Because I think people generally, when they were younger, were got a bit of a telling off if you were naughty. I know I did. Yeah. And it's never done me any harm. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think I think it's something people have Googled. Uh, you'd be wrong. Oh. I, I, I... Look, I was smacked, and yeah. I, I don't, I, I'm perfectly normal. Yeah. I... I'm a perfectly normal person. Yeah. Apart, apart from making some people sit on sausages during yeah. the podcast. We love these therapy sessions that we come to on a, <laughs> on a Tuesday night. Um, so apparently that's not something people have Googled. I don't, and again, I don't know whether it is or isn't illegal. Um, next up, is it illegal to ride my bike on the pavement? Are people Googling that? I think that is a thing though, isn't it? It, it, it technically is supposed to be illegal. But I, I don't know is, how. Yeah. I don't know how young they they sort of you know like if, if there's a little kid riding on the pavement which is where they should be a, a child on a on a sort of quiet cul-de-sac yeah should really be on the pavements rather than the roads but it also encompasses people who are sort of cycling to work and all that sort of stuff yeah so uh, so cycle I, lines roads so i think i think yeah people might have googled that because i think people would like the idea of cycling more but i think a lot of people including myself would be quite put off by going on the road yeah so not sure of the law yeah uh, you'd be wrong oh i'm doing about as good as you did <laughs> Difficult quizzes today, aren't we? Maybe we should have swapped it and I should have yeah. sat on sausages and you should have done this. Um, is it illegal to drive without an MOT? Um, well, I think people would know that, but I'm, I'm going to say yes because I think, again, it's one of those things that people would be checking even though it should be... Should yes, be it is. Yeah. I think I'm going to say yes. Uh, yes, and you're right. There's something about... Um, that's, that's the fifth most popular search term. Yeah, there's something about, I think if you can prove that you are on your way to the garage, I think you can get away with it in, in Oh, pro- yeah, well, yeah, probably. Yeah. I suppose you've, you've got to get it to somewhere to be MOT'd in the first place. Yeah. But there, there's no question about people saying, can you um, r- uh, drive without valid insurance and all that sort of stuff? Just MOT was the only one that popped mm. up on, on that particular area. Um, is it illegal to burn waste in your garden? Are people Googling that? Interesting. Um, and waste is obviously a problem that's grown over the years as well. Um, with obviously cuts to services for bin lorries and things like that. You yeah. can, uh, they, they're kind of more recycling, but then they mm. do less collections overall, don't they? So your bins tend to get pretty full. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say yes again for that one. And you'll be wrong. That's, that's not something people people were Googling, um, which is, yeah, so, people should be Googling, but they come to Bonfire Night. So by waste, is our podcast, in, is that included? Can uh, just chuck waste, our podcast into the... We're only wasting web space. And you, you, wanna, you, you surely would recycle this like we... You can recycle, recycle our web space, can't you? So, yeah. yeah. Um, did people Google, is it illegal to smoke while driving? Uh, well, that's a fairly recent one, isn't it? There's been a lot of changes in the law around smoking in cars and so on. So I think that could have caused a bit of confusion and who can smoke and if you've got kids in the car and various things. I still don't think it's illegal to smoke while you're driving. I think it's only when there's children in the car or maybe other passengers or something like that. So I'll say yes for that one. I think people have asked about that. And you'd be right. The sixth most popular search term and seventh was, is it illegal to smoke with a child in the car? Oh, there you go. So, so I'm not too sure exactly where the law stands. Um don't smoke, so I don't really care, to be honest. So, mm-hmm. there we go. Um, smoked sausages. <clears throat> smoked sausages, of course. We yeah. are sausage-themed today. Yeah. Any any sausage reference can get in there. Um, is it illegal to fly without a passport? Um, I don't think people would have put that. I, I, don't think, I don't think they'd have thought about it as being illegal. They would have just thought about whether I can or can't get on a plane in the first oh, yeah. place point, yeah. without a passport. So, I'm going to say no. And you'd be right. I'm, I'm assuming you can fly... Without needing a passport, can't you? If you're flying in the UK. Um, if you sort of go from within the Heathrow UK. to Edinburgh or something. I'm not sure it works, really. I presume yeah, so. I'm not sure. But I don't really know. But you've know. still got to go through customs in some case, haven't you? Well, not if you're flying, in, flying on an internal flight. Isn't just not the desks for customs yeah. at those. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, uh, is it illegal to eat and drive? I mean, obviously, it might be sausages you're eating. It might be something else. <laughs> Who knows? Um I, I don't think Googling people. Have, I, I don't think people have put that because I, I think it's commonly known that you, you know you can eat, you, you can smoke when you. There's a lot of things you can do while you drive, which mm. is a bit silly, really. I think things like anything that distracts you while you're driving should be 
reduced a little bit. I mean, they say, yeah. you know, they say like, uh, you know, pressing on a touch screen on you that's built into the actual car or changing the radio over is distracting. You can get mm. into trouble for things like that. But people eating, you see that happening quite a lot, don't you? And really, yeah. that's not the safest. Everybody does it, but it's not really ideal, is it? So I don't think people have Googled it. I think people just commonly know that you, you can get away with doing that. Uh, you'd be wrong. People have Googled oh. that. <laughs> While driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the eighth most popular search term, apparently. And finally, um, these aren't the, it... the like most popular terms. The just with that sentence beginning. Uh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Because this will be completely different. Yeah. It? Yeah. Because I think I think if you looked at what the actual most popular search terms were, you'd get a It'd probably be like big boobs, wouldn't it? I think, <laughs> stuff like that. Boobs, tits. Yeah. yeah. Sausages. <laughs> um. So, last but not least, um, is it illegal to undertake? Um, my granddad was an undertaker. Yeah, so I don't know whether this is reference to undertaking the... a car or <laughs> putting people underground. Uh, the, the, that's, uh, the undertaker's the uh, wa- husband of my grand, who've just been on the phone too early. And I thought, ah, right, oh, okay. this is a good uh, little, little, little anecdote from their diamond wedding anniversary, which I mentioned earlier. So he was an undertaker, and they also run a bed and breakfast in oh, right, okay. Sheffield. And they've, yeah. they've had that for, done that for years. Uh, towards the end of my granddad's career, working as an undertaker, mm-hmm. um, they also ran the bed and breakfast, and that meant that when my granddad was on call, and this is before mobile phones came into play, before people had mobile phones, so the on-call number was the house number, which was also the number of the bed and breakfast. So All my right. granddad had to be particularly <laughs> careful yeah. when people called up um, what how she answered the phone. Mm-hmm. And once, this did catch her out, actually, somebody phoned up and said, hello, I, I believe um, you've got your mum with, with you. You've got my mum with you. And my grandma's there flicking through the guest book. Like, well, I can't find anyone <laughs> under that name. And it turns out they were phoning for the uh, the undertakers and oh, for like. the mortuary and so on. So there you yeah. go. Well, fair enough. Uh, um, but yeah, I'm going to say, but you're talking about in, in the car, aren't you? And I think people will have asked that, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly <coughs> now with these smart motorways and people not quite knowing what they're doing and so on. Well, I think for a long time, people not quite know what they're doing when it comes to driving. <laughs> uh, let's go, yes. I think people have Googled that. And you'd be right. That's the... The ninth most popular search term for is it illegal? Uh, and that was the last question. There we go. So there we go. I think... So I'm now, um, I, I probably not remembered most of them, but no. um, that means I don't have to Google them anymore. You don't have to Google, well, you, you don't have to Google them to find out whether they are illegal or not, but you don't have to Google them to find out whether they've been Googled quite a lot. <laughs> so there we go. So then, it is now time to uh, close our podcast our sausage edition of the podcast. Put the sausages away for another year. Uh, hopefully no, now you've all learned what's legal and what isn't from uh, Fisher's little quiz as well. Well, no, you haven't. That's the whole point. I've <laughs> not actually given you any information as to whether these things are illegal. Oh, right, yeah, Just true. simply, are people Googling whether they are illegal or not? So you don't feel bad for Googling them because everybody yep. else is anyway, so you'll probably find the answer. Um, we need to pick somebody to come on our podcast, though. Obviously, we've been quite unsuccessful in the past with yeah. Dave Besson. Um, before that, we were successful with Frank Bruno, Sean the Bastard Murphy, Sean the Bastard Murphy, and we did have a bit. Of, we we kind of qualified with Kate Botley, didn't we? Yeah, she, she, she mentioned she, she, she interacted. She at least. showed intent, didn't she? Yeah. At least, to, if not to come on the podcast, at least take our ideas to Channel Five with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, who should we go with today? Now, let's think about who we've mentioned. Um, we mentioned um, earlier on JJ. Tanfield was it? Tanfield. Who was Tran- a, Tranfield? Yeah. Tranfield. Who was a sausage maker? Made a thirty-six mile long sausage. Um, do we know if he's still alive? Tra- tra- and is he on Twitter? If if yeah. if not, um, that was behalf of of the of the Asda stores. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, Rudolf Verchow is not live anymore because he was, the he, was he, he was in the 1800s. So we probably don't want to ask him to come on the podcast. Um, my grand's already been on the podcast yep. so we, a few times now as well. Who did you Should mention? Pop- you mentioned Leicester City. Leicester um, City. Glenn Oddle, I don't think he's feeling quite up to it, probably. Probably not, yeah, at the uh, minute. You I mentioned mean, Dave Benson Phillips. Dave Benson Phillips. I've ha- yeah. had dealings with Dave, Dave Benson Phillips oh, before. Oh, okay. Um, so we, we could go with that one, potentially. Yeah. We mentioned Carlton from Carlton. the Fresh Prince. I, I think we he know might he's, be too we, fine, kn- yeah. we know he's quite well up for doing things like that, though, that, yeah. aren't, that aren't necessarily directly related to him. Is well, it? maybe we could just say... Bruno Torrioli was going to appear, but he can't. Can you step in, please? Well, maybe we could get. Maybe we could say Carlton was going to do it, but then he couldn't. So, could you do a favour, Bruno, for Carlton who couldn't do our podcast and, and that's Bruno kind of reverse roles a little bit? Yeah, you know? he probably owes him a favour anyway. Yeah. So, who do you want to go without all that? I don't know. Who do you think? Who's your favourite? Who thinks going to have the highest chance of success? I, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to say that we're going to have more success with Dave Benson Phillips. Okay. But I had to deal with his agent last time. In fact, last time I invited. 
Last time I got Dave Benson Phillips to appear on my radio show. I know what you're going to say. Here. We've already mentioned it before. Yeah. At the same time I was on the phone to Dave Benson Phillips, we were getting ready to go out on a night out, and my wife... Well, you out... and Dave Benson Phillips were going out on a night no, out together? No, I was, we, me and my wife were going on a night out, and uh, I was on the phone to Dave Benson Phillips to say, great, it's great, you can appear on my show tomorrow, we'll give you a call at this time, blah, 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 blah. You talk about the gunge and everything like that. What happened? He, Steph fell down the stairs. Oh, man. Just like, and I said, sorry, Dave, I'm going to have to go, my wife's <laughs> fell down the stairs. Um, I bet if they thought, oh, not again. I, I try and get myself out, my name back out there into the media, and the person's wife falls down the stairs just when things are going up for me in my career. Well, you said, do you want a, do you want a gunge tank to go with yeah. that as well? As you fall into a massive. Uh, Did ma- the stairs just give way and turn into a massive <laughs> slide? Is that what happened? That's why just the effect of Dave Benson Phillips yeah. being on the phone. Yeah, uh, so we'll, we'll maybe we should, let's go with Dave Benson Phillips, shall we? Let's see, go with that. Uh, see what we can get out of him. I know he's. I know he's quite open to interacting with people. So maybe we could send him some ideas. See what he thinks. Yeah. Okay then. So, so we'll go with that. And uh, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at, at Waste of Web Space. Uh, there's our website, which is www.wasteofwebspace.co.uk. There's also Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Waste of Web Space. Loads of ways for you to get in touch and send us a review as well. Remember, we said if we get a review and uh, you know, and and you, you maybe get in touch and leave us some contact details once you've done a review, we'll send you something random. So, for example, Fisher today sat on a banana, a sausage roll, a cocktail sausage, and a flump. Yeah, you could get one of those for free. We'd yeah. send you it. We'd sign it. Can you sign a flump? A collector's item. <laughs> so please do get in touch. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next time.